Welcome to the Prophecy Club. The other day I talked about how there is a, an executive order that is requiring the certain parts of the government to do an investigation into the election and if there is any foreign interference found in it, that they have 45 days to report that to the president. But what I didn't do, however, some legal lawyer uh, emailed me, one of our one of our kind listeners, and said, uh, yes, he has to get the report in by 45 days. Yes, that is when you listen to this, uh, 12, 18 of 2020. But he has another 45 days to do something about it. So I said he has to act on it by December 18th. That's not true. He actually has an additional 45 days, meaning a total of 90 days to act on election interference. Now, here's what uh, com says about this. Headline, Declaration of Foreign Interference in U.S. Election, December 16th. Director of National Intelligence Dan Ratcliffe has declared that there was foreign interference in the November 3rd presidential election. This is a massive development because this declaration could provide probable cause to declare the election results invalid. Most rational Americans are very familiar with the broad and brazen election fraud that has taken place in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Arizona. He didn't put it there, but I'll say it in there. Anyway, so the director of national intelligence, that would be Dan Ratcliffe, has basically said, I'm not ready with my report yet, except that there's not a deadline on it. So i got to make that correction. And the next thing I want to talk about is the elephant in the room. As you recall, October 20, 2020, Coverstone had this dream that I believe is accurate. I believe it's from God, and I believe that it is essentially saying that someone real high in government, I can't say, but anyway, they might be dead on the, the 17th. I'm recording this on the 17th, and here it is uh, about 1 p.m., and there has been no notice that there's any problem with him. Okay, so let's talk about that. In my opinion, this whole dream is talking about the election. It says, I saw what looked like an atlas with interstate lines all over the nation that were flashing with bits of information going all over. Now, in my opinion, that is the election, all of the election, the various uh, people voting and things, because it's all an electronic thing now. Now, let's uh, go to the second paragraph. But when the flashes reached Philadelphia, this is the important part, the network line, which was red and flashing, went into where the Liberty Bell was setting. The line went directly underneath the bell and began to pulse. It looked like a red firehouse that was flashing and building up pressure when it blew. It sent the Liberty Bell into the air, where it was then cut entirely in half. When it landed, both sides fell on the rounded side, not the flat edge, made by the split in the bell. They both rolled back and forth for a time, then stopped rocking and began to melt like heat was being applied. I believe that this is saying that our liberty stops in Philadelphia. It started in Philadelphia with the signing of not only the Declaration of Independence, but uh, also the Constitution. And I believe that this is saying that both of them stopped with this election in Philadelphia. So what's going on? As I've said, I believe that the prophecies are indicating that Trump 
will win the election. I don't know how yet. Frankly, Leslie and I were talking the other night. It looks to me like a real long shot. I mean, if he's got to wait until January 6th, it looks like a really, really long shot. Nevertheless, that's what the prophecies say, and it's not just one person. I don't know. I hadn't counted them up, but there's probably uh, six, eight, maybe even ten of them that have all said he's going to win the election, which is a very dangerous thing. By the way, I'm not one of them. Uh, God has not shown me who is going to win the election. However, I believe without a question, this is talking about the election, without a question, it's saying that we lose our liberty over this election. Now let's go into the next part. I'm going to tie this together here in just a second. What I saw next was the lines of data all headed for Washington, D.C., and it looked like the city had octopus arms fighting to disconnect the data lines from entering the city. Well, have we not seen the Dems do everything they can to try to disconnect all of the voting that was putting Trump in the lead? So this is what it's really saying. Sometimes the way God talks, sometimes it's not easy to understand it. I have to agree. Here's the important part. There was one, though, that kept flashing and building up its pulses. Even though there were people in suits and ties trying to pull its connections out of the Capitol building, in other words, they're trying to see that Trump loses, it finally blew up the building, and the building cracked in half. The building cracked in half, meaning Washington, D.C. just exploded over this. The building cracked in half, and issues of huge smoke that spelled the word discovery. I don't know about you, but I have been praying justice. The spirit of justice would come to our nation. Justice in our Justice Department, justice in our law enforcement, in our education, in all of our government, our business, and, of course, judgment begins at the house of God. So I've been praying that it would begin at the house of God, but not just stop there. In my opinion, and this is the whole point of the broadcast, one of the major points today, if America is going to continue, and I believe that the Constitution I believe that our liberties, our republic, is gone. So I'm not talking about that. That's already gone. But if America is to continue, meaning if the Russians are not going to attack, if we're going to have success in praying away those suitcase nukes, if that's going to happen, if we're going to have some semblance of a nation continuing, the one central thing that must happen, Trump must get in, but even more than that, These massive roundups, these arrests, absolutely positively must take place. Now, let's go to the elephant in the room. Of course, I can't say all of this, but I think you understand what I'm talking about. Then it says, Then I saw the rotunda of the Capitol and a closed casket, and it stated that inside was the Democratic candidate for the office of... So I can't say that, but you know what I'm talking about. And there was a calendar hanging above the casket with the date December 17th circled. And it goes on to say basically that he's in the casket. Okay, so did he miss? Again, so here it is, 115 on December 17th, and I have heard of no health problems with that person. Did he miss it? Or perhaps is it talking about 2020? I don't think it's talking about 2020. What about if it's talking about his candidacy failing? Well, that's a possibility. On the other hand, could it simply mean that there's been a change? Yes, 
our prayers have to have counted for a lot. But the prayers there are supposed to be pulling away the bad. And a lot of people would say, well, this would actually be a good thing. Again, if our nation is to continue, in my opinion, we must have Donald Trump in. We must have mass arrests. And I'm talking about mass arrests. I'm talking about the 199,613 sealed indictments that are yet still to be served. I'm talking about the Moloch and the Baal worshipers, people that worship Satan by name and believe in human sacrifice and molesting children, the most filthy, the most evil of the evil of the evil, evil elite. They must have justice served if our nation is going. Remember, Sundar Salvaraj said that what is needed is not revival. What is needed is to put your house in order. So someplace, real soon, there must be mass arrest. I'm not talking about a few here, a few there. I'm not even talking about 20 or 30. I'm not even talking about 100 or 200. This is, well, Benjamin Fulford said that there's somewhere around 1 million of these people. And they are like ticks every place. They're in business, yeah, also in religion. They're in government, of course, any position of power. They are there, and some of them are Democrats, some are Republicans. Some are Christians, some are of other gods. But they're evil people, and it's not just them. I believe also what has to be cleaned up is these people that cheated in the election. I'm praying that somehow this discovery... What uh, let's see what's his name Neville Johnson out of Australia called it exposure. Well, I'm praying that these people that cheated in the election, every one of them, will have justice served up. In other words, if America is going to continue, if God is not going to hit us with a tsunami, a meteor, if He's not going to make the Great Lakes open up all the way down to Mexico, a massive tsunami hit us suitcase nukes hit us, if he's not going to bring the Russians to attack, remember we've talked about this, if this can be delayed, in my opinion, the only way, the only way is to have Trump in and mass arrests. I'm talking about thousands upon thousands of people arrested. And I don't even know, I mean, this has never been done in human history to have that kind of a cleanup. It's never happened that a nation that fell deep into sin was ever able to respond and to repent and turn around outside of the hand of God. Well, I believe that the prophecies are saying that that's what God wants to do, but will he do it? Okay, so back to our elephant in the room. What's going to happen December 17th? I don't know, but I'd like to see some of these prophecies that are on the good side begin to come to pass. So why haven't they come to pass? Well, I have the answer for that, but I don't exactly have the answer for it. But I do think that they are speaking to us, and we must listen. We must do what we can do. We can't fix everything. Let me go on to the next paragraph. At this time, I saw the man, that would be the angel, that I'd seen in previous dreams standing in the place where the president gives the State of the Union address. He tapped the microphone three times and stated in a loud voice, A house divided against itself shall not stand. He pushed the microphone down, walked to the door at the rear of the room. There were several light switches. He flipped them all off. 
and close the door. I believe what that's saying is, America, your lights are about to be turned off. The door to your prosperity is about to be closed, and you're about to go into darkness. Now, on the good side, the very next one says, stay braced, but don't breathe just yet. Another one says, remain braced. As this calm comes before a gathering storm, that recovery will have a hard time finding, meaning recovery won't be easy, but it's available. Then I saw this big billboard saying, Passover 2021. Big things are coming for the world. Repeats it again. Big things are coming for the world. Do not stop bracing for the storm will not pass till I stop the storm. So brace, brace, brace yourselves and don't look back. In that he says, hold your breath. In that he says the storm is not going to pass until I stop the storm. It's indirectly saying that the storm is going to pass. And in that it mentions Passover 2021, which is March 27th, I want to believe that the storm is only going to be a brief storm. I want to believe that Trump will get in, just like the prophecies say, specifically Coverstone saw signs reading everywhere that said Trump's victory challenged. Well, right now, no place is saying that Trump has a victory. Even Trump is not saying that he has the victory. He's saying he won the election, and I agree. But you can't claim victory until, I guess it would be January the 6th. So the prophecy, if it's going to come to pass, hopefully we've done our part, hopefully we've prayed. And by the way, if it doesn't come to pass, I don't think we should fault Coverstone. I think he heard. I think God spoke. If it doesn't come to pass, we got to scratch our heads, or more specifically, We've got to get on our knees and say, Lord, what? I want to believe that by Passover 2021, March 27th, that this storm has passed. I want to believe that a great time of prosperity would come in. Again, Proverbs 13:22 still has not been fulfilled. And it says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And I tell you right now, I do not know where I'm going to get the money to drill the well in Israel. But I know I heard the audible voice of God say, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel. Now, anytime I say that, I give you, give you a disclaimer. I cannot guarantee where we can get the money, drill for, or hit oil in Israel. But I know I heard that. I know that I spent two or three years out speaking everything I could do to try to gather, gather the money to go drill the well in Israel. Well, it takes about $50 million. Prophecy Club has... I'd have to look. We probably hadn't got more than 2 or $3 million come in, including all of prophetic oil, probably in the last 28 years. So where are we going to get $50 million? I don't know, but I know I heard the audible voice of God. Okay, so what am I trying to say? I'm not trying to get off on talking about oil in Israel today. What I am trying to say is my heart. I believe we've got to keep our hope. We've got to keep praying. We've got to believe that, yes, the storm is coming. Yes, it's going to be a bad one. But I also believe we've got to believe that we're going to come out of it. March 27th is going to be a very important day to be watching for. I don't know what's going to happen. Or by the time you hear this, December 17th will be passed. But I'll say this. I do not think it's talking about 2021. I think it's talking about this December 17th, to which I now speak uh, at 1.24 p.m. on 12-17-2020, and I haven't heard all the latest news. It could be something happened. 
but at least at this point, nothing has happened. I don't know. I can't explain that. I don't think Coverstone's false. I totally believe he's hearing from God. So if it doesn't come to pass, well, it may be like Jonah. You know, Jonah set up on the side of that ridge looking over Nineveh. And when nothing happened, he got mad at God. But we didn't understand. God's ways are higher than our ways. And I think it would be a real mistake to get mad at Coverstone or God if any of this doesn't come to pass. I think we've got to, kind of like Jonah, we've got to look at our own heart first and then look to God and say, God, your ways are higher than our ways. You've got to explain this to us. You've got to help us to understand. I know we have done everything we can do, but we can't do everything. I know that God, again, the audible voice of God, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam. You tell him, I will never leave them nor forsake them. And I'm going to show up to meet the devil inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound. Everything he does, I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up. We have to keep our hope, brothers and sisters. I know as we look at the news and everybody's calling him president-elect, and I just want to wash my ears out. (laughs) They need to wash their mouth out with soap saying that. But it's going to happen. I don't know how, but we got to keep our hope. we got to keep our prayers up. we got to keep our faith up. We can't say, no, he's not going to heal this nation. We've got to believe. we got to believe. We've got to keep it going. we got to believe. Let me go on to another dream that Coverstone had. It was back in June 26, but this is the first time I've read it and interpreted it on the radio. And quite frankly, I've just been busy And this one is another one of those complicated ones, but I believe I have a basic understanding. And since it fits with what we're talking about, I'll read it. I call it, expect the last battle to be the greatest. I believe it is basically saying to the church that you need to be prepared because the tribulation is about to hit you in the face and it's going to hit hard, but you've got to have your feet upon the rock. I saw the beaches of Normandy, Coverstone says. Normandy, Omaha, and Utah. I walked the streets of Normandy, Omaha, and Utah. I know their beaches. I was there in 1990. I spent some time there, so those beaches were very well known to me. In the dream, I saw the gun turrets of the Germans were still there. I saw black figures with weapons attending to those turrets on the water coming towards the beaches. I saw what appeared to be colonial ships with large sails. I saw the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. I literally saw 400 years of shipping battles from colonial times to the modern naval ships. Each of the ships had people on the top pointing toward the shores. They were all saying, get to the beach, get to the beach. Now, I believe that that is saying throughout history, all of the people are saying, look for Jesus, look for Jesus to return. They're all looking for Jesus to return. Now, that's not what the dream says. But by the Spirit, I believe that's what he's saying. I saw the top of the hills. I saw shooters from cannons all the way to modern missiles. I was seeing 400 years of military equipment, everything from the cannons to missiles, everything from ancient times to modern, going back to the 1600s. I saw cannonballs to bullets from missiles hitting ships. They kept coming. Some sank, but they kept coming no matter what the impact. I was shown inside the ships. 
I saw people praying, interceding, aggressively praying for the safety of the ships to make it to shore. The closer they got to the breach, the more the storm of weapons came to the ship, meaning the closer we get to the tribulation, the more difficult the battle will be. Storm of the weapons came at the ship. The more the attack, the more the unleashing of the missiles, the cannonballs, the fire, the shots, the more the people were praying. Some were sinking, even though people inside were praying. They trusted God for victory. Nevertheless, some ships were sinking, never making it to shore. Meaning, even though sometimes we pray, we don't always get our prayers answered. I saw naval gunships with people inside praying, commanders on top, steering the ships toward the shore. In other words, all of the people are trying to get to Jesus, but not all of them make it there unscathed. In other words, sometimes, though we pray, our prayers are simply not answered. We know that. Too painfully, we know that. I saw ironclad military vessels. I was seeing American history from the pilgrims to the colonial to the settlers, all people who trusted God for victory, and yet some never made it to the shore. I saw Hebrews 11, the hall of faith, those hiding in the caves, those who were killed. I saw ships sinking, some making it to shore, but none of those ships got close without taking on fire or taking on water. I literally saw 400 years of attacks on our nation. Again, once again, this is an overview that all of the generations have all been fighting evil, We've all taken on attacks, but this last generation will endure the most difficult of attacks. Once again, the closer they got to the shore, the more modern everything appeared to be. It was almost like the further out in the ocean, the further back in history I was seeing. All of them praying, yet some sinking. From ancient weapons of cannonballs to modern missiles, the revelation came to me at this point that the enemy had always fought this country, always fought against our principles, always fought against our values, always fought against our freedoms. The closer the ships got to the shore, the greater the unleashing of the enemy weapons, meaning the closer we get to Jesus, the greater the fight will be. I was made to know that there were both victories and defeats throughout history, even though they had all prayed, had prayed, and even though there had been intercession. Now, what's this saying? Why did God give us this? It's saying we are about to have the opportunity to be overcomers. What is an overcomer? It's not someone that got killed in the past or even died for the name of Jesus. Even though they may have got their head cut off for Jesus, that's not going to make them an overcomer based upon my understanding of the book of Revelation. Remember, I memorized it. In order to be an overcomer, you have to see the beast, hear the beast, but resist his temptations to go away from Jesus. And if you do that, you'll be an overcomer. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. And there's eight great blessings for being an overcomer. The one that I want the most, and he that overcometh and keepeth my works to the end, the same will I give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the vessels of a potter, they should be broken to shivers, even as I have received of my Father, and I will give him the morning star. I want the morning star. What's the morning star? Morning star is when Jesus returns and eternity enters into time. That's when the heaven rolls back like a scroll, and Jesus, with the breath of his nostrils, brandishes his sword. That's the morning star. It goes to the center of the earth. 
as the lightning shineth even from the east unto the west, so also shall the coming of the Son of Man be. That's when he burns the tares. In that moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we get our glorified body, all of our mantles, all of our crowns, all of our garments, all of our blessings, all in that same moment. That's the morning star. It's basically some kind of a lightsaber. Daniel 12.4 says, And they that turn many to righteousness shall shine as the stars forever. I want to turn many people to righteousness. I want to build the kingdom of God. We have got to keep our eye on Jesus. We can't get disappointed because this doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. It didn't happen the way we wanted. Whatever happens, we've got to stay grounded in Jesus. Our feet have to be on the rock. So that when the rain comes, when the winds blow, our house will not fail. If your heart is with us, I'm asking you to become a member. Actually state before God that you are with our vision to win thousands upon thousands of souls, to teach prophecy and walk in sevenfold miracles, to be a blessing and give answers in the time of trouble. If this is your heart, go to prophecyclub.com and click on membership. Only takes 90 seconds. This will help us to get a loan for an office and a church to do the work of the ministry. ProphecyClub.com In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. I was shown a secret door linking the feasts to the prophecies of Revelation. For the first time, the book of Revelation can be put in correct chronological order. You can understand Bible prophecy. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. What is the most important information to every beating heart on the globe? After except Jesus, it would be don't take the mark of the beast. Those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but are tormented in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. How do you tell them? Give them miss the mark. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. Over the past 32 years, I've collected the best 101 prophecies from Dimitri Dudeman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Gruber, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Marie Sklar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, and more. It's called God's Warnings for America. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of five. One for 20, but don't do that. Five for 35 or 10 for 60. My new book is called Tribulation Secrets in Daniel because that's what it does. It shows you the part of Daniel you need to know being you're about to be a tribulation saint and will desperately need to know and understand about the last days you live in. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10, one for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. In How Pre-Trib 1, I expose the dirty little secrets pastors don't want you to know, which is why sometimes they can't preach the truth, especially about the rapture. Then, using the secret door, I explain the truth about the rapture and rebut. Then I rebut 25 claims pre-tribbers use to prove pre-trib. You'll finally know the truth about the rapture. We offer it in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. That's prophecyclub.com. We only have four Imperial Berkeys left if you want them. Call 785-266-1112 as they're about to go quickly. This one holds up to six filters. 785-266-1112 Imperial Berkey Water Filters. 
When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. The easiest way to listen and watch Prophecy Club YouTube videos is to download our free app from the App Store. This is not to be confused with WatchProphecyClub.com, where you can watch 26 years and over 300 DVDs for a subscription of $20 a month or $200 a year. The app allows you to watch our YouTube videos and listen to our radio programs very easily. Go check it out at your App Store. You can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com.